<laughs> All right. Welcome back to the M- Welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. I can speak. Um let's see. Hopefully everyone's staying warm out there. It is quite cold. Quite chilly even down here in my undisclosed location in the south. But outside of that, how are you, Jade? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, also cold up <laughs> here in the north. <laughs> So it is also cold here. Um, but yeah, staying warm, staying inside. We're not outside today because, yeah, we're not trying to get sick. Mm-mm. That's a no. Um, but doing good. How are you? Doing good. So I got a break from my day job because it's too cold to go to work, basically. So, you know, um, just laying around, catching up or, yeah, catching up with my Anglophile self and watching The Crown. Um, so, yes, I know it's about colonizers, but it's about, it's, in fairness, Queen Elizabeth was like the, about the most cuddly colonizer we had so far. So, um, I, and I love a good petty drama. So, um, petty historical drama. So, but outside of that, uh, church announcements. Okay. On my end, doing a bit of an earlier stream tomorrow. Um, I'm not saying we're going to finish this two of Final Fantasy seven. But we're gonna try um so got that going on tomorrow and then another stream sometime this weekend uh i did release a new youtube video uh so if you follow me on youtube check that out if you are a kingdom hearts fan um as far as anything upcoming nah i mean i got a milestone birthday next week i'm not doing anything for it on stream Unless I do it like Wednesday or something. But outside of that, um, milestone birthday, you know, no big deal, whatever. Uh, <laughs> outside of that, though, um, no, no pop ups this year. <laughs> nah, we keeping it, keeping it kind of low key, but just because of light schedules and stuff. Um, but it's gonna be a little more low key, a little more. Oh, I am getting a new tattoo, which y'all will see not next week, but the week after. So there's that. Um, so. Uh, we love tattoos around here. We do. Outside of that, though, I think I'm good on church announcements. I think more of my church announcements will come as, like, new games are coming out, like, starting next month and all that. So, uh, no events or anything, no opportunities right now. It's gonna, I'm, I'm in work mode right now to have a easier time later in the year, hopefully. Um, but yeah. What about you? Any church announcements for the week? Um, no church announcements for me. Not planning on any streams per se. Uh, again, party in March, March 9th. March, yeah, March 9th as of now. Um, so that's still going on. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and if anybody's interested, Mike's book, new book, Before, is out and available on Amazon and Kindle. So, yeah, the search series. That's all I have to look up is the search series. Uh, and yeah, that's out in the world. Uh, so I'll just be doing promo for that. Uh, but really nothing else. Just kind of chilling it. Chill. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, all right, let's get right into our headlines, aka our newsbeat. Should really make that graphic bigger, but our newsbeat headlines, which I did promise that we will at least dive into it a little bit. Uh, once the Iowa caucuses were <laughs> up, I just thought I had another week or so. I didn't realize they were this soon. I thought, no, they're notoriously early. That, yeah. Anyway, Iowa caucuses results came in last night. Um, so that's what we're starting off with. Uh, and they went as expected. I don't think anybody was really surprised. I, I wasn't. Um, so the former president won the Iowa Republican caucuses by an unprecedented margin. Uh, when I looked at the percentages, uh, Trump won with 51% of the votes. DeSantis came in second with 21% of the votes. And then Nikki Haley came in third with 19% of the votes, I believe. Um, so it's kickstarting his bid to win his party's third consecutive presidential no- nomination and once again be the standard bearer, I guess, that they want to go with. 
Um, oh, I should say it was like, I'm not actively endorsing nor dissuading anyone from their choice. Um, all right, there we go. Base is covered. But, um, he did so, going back to this, he did so despite skipping the GOP primary debates and eschewing the retail politicking grind typically demanded by Hawkeye state voters. Um, and like I say, DeSantis came in second, it etched out, uh, former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley. Um, though the nominating contest now shifts to New Hampshire, where polls show Haley in a much stronger position in next week's primary. Uh, the results in Iowa demonstrated how devoted Republicans remain to Trump and his highly unusual campaign, one being waged between court appearances as he battles for indictments, including charges tied to his efforts to subvert the 2020 presidential election. Um, did I include anything for Democrat primaries? No, because one, Joe Biden's not baiting anybody, even though there are other people running against him and trying to primary him, and two, he won outright. outright. So, um, let's see. Oh, and also, uh, as a result from the Iowa caucuses, if you if their name was not Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley, they basically dropped out. Um, so that is the last we heard for now. Uh, from Vivek uh, Ramaswamy and Asa Hutchinson. Those were the only two left. Chris Christie dropped out before the caucus. Uh, I can't remember anybody else. feel like there was one more. But yeah, so um, now it's down to three. So yeah. Uh, thoughts on this though? On the results? <laughs> <sighs> That's my thought. <laughs> I wish it was still. No, um, wish it was still twenty twenty. No, I was like, I wish it was still twenty twenty two when we didn't have to think about this. Same. I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming around. This is. Look, this put this election is going to be. It is what it is. Like that's that's the feeling towards it. Period. Um, we're just starting the shit show all over again. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But then also, it's just like. When will they find? When will they leave this man off the, off of anybody's ballot? Just, Ma- just made no. too much of an impact, for better just, or for worse. But speaking yeah. from a from a straightforward, like uh, unbiased perspective, he left too much of an impact. Take that how you will. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just still curious because there's so many court dates going on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, you say that, but people in power always find a way to have like really, really good longevity. (laughs) Um, um, Case in point, uh, Mitch. Yeah. mm. Actually, has anybody checked on Mitch for a minute? (laughs) He's still around. <laughs> Has anybody checked on Mitch? <laughs> Just wondering. He, he's still around. Um, I'm pretty sure he's speaking a lot less these days, but he's still around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like popping out that shell just a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, what, what good can we say about what good can I say about it's just uh, really Rob uh, Ron DeSantis. Like, <sighs> in all fairness, it's Iowa, which is Middle America. Very, very. Not Emperor Palpatine. I cannot, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, some of these are. They're probably making deals <laughs> to stay around. Correct. And- Oh, old and decrepit and <laughs> still here. Yes. So it's like, it'd be nice to see somebody like 10 to 15 years older than me now, like being in that high of an office, which we haven't seen since the likes of, I think Obama was a bit older. I think he was like 50 something. So we haven't seen younger, younger since the likes of JFK. Pete tried, Pete tried in 2020, but alas, um, we I was holding out for Mayor Pete. I know. Even though he's not a mayor anymore. <laughs> but I was like, yes, Buttigieg. Um, but yeah, no, but the best, the main thing on this is like Iowa caucus went the way exactly how you would like thought it would go. Yeah. 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 I'm just more like, eh, yeah. 
<laughs> but he just y'all gonna leave uh, Mayor Pete alone. Uh, <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's like I don't think anybody was really surprised. Um, like. I would be more interested to see how primaries roll out from March onwards. Maybe maybe New Hampshire primaries next week as well, but Iowa, I wasn't really surprised. I know like it used to be a tradition that people would uh, look at the Iowa caucus to see who would basically end up being the stand-up bearer. And traditionally, it's usually the second place winner, not necessarily the first place winner, but the first place winner does make an impact on the election season. Um... I think Trump did break that tradition in 2016 because he was he was either first or third, but came out being the nominee. But I think he was first. Uh, so, yeah. But also, him being the nominee, that came into play a lot of a number of voters that they don't usually equate for. Yes. Because he, tar- he did hit a different target audience. Yeah. So that's why, too. Different demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is he going to hit a different demographic again? Hard to say. Um, it's going to be the same people that we're standing with him. The MAGA hats are still around. For uh, for sure, but I don't know if there were any MAGA hats that fell since, you know, everything that happened since 2020 and or before. Or if, because uh, gra- the demographic that we can't really account for right now are the Zoomers or uh, Gen Zers. Um who a lot of them didn't really vote in, definitely didn't vote in 2016. Some might have voted in 2020, or yeah, in 2020, but they definitely started coming out to vote in the midterms in 2022. Even more are going to come out because it's a general election this year in 2024, I think, maybe. I don't know. Some of them, a lot of them might not even be uh, that impressed, or they might be really passionate. I really can't tell uh, with you Zoomers. Um, <laughs> uh Right, you never know which way they go. It's it's up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh well. Okay. So Nighthawk said you blocked the twenty twenty four election out year to care about list because you're just trying to enjoy your year before getting into. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, twenty 2020, twenty twenty sixteen flashbacks. That that is fair. Um. Yeah. For a lot of them, like I said, it's gonna be their first time voting. Yeah. And it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'm very interested yeah. to see from an analytical perspective. But. Yeah. That and I'm, like I said, I'm just still waiting to see how they're going to um, handle with all of the court cases against certain candidates. Uh, how that's going to come into play. And then also how they were blocking in certain states. Mm. to not have them on the ballot. So how is that going to uh how is that going to um can't think of the word impact. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> how that's going to impact uh the election trail moving forward. So the campaign trail. Yeah. I I too am curious about that, particularly uh certain states marking people off of the ballot. Um because they're going under the insurrection clause, so yeah, it's it's a it's gonna be a unique ele- election, um, at least in the primary season for sure. Uh, now, who comes out as the nominee against Biden? Who we're assuming is gonna be the nominee at this point? Yeah, we'll see. Um, choices on a national level don't really make you want to enthusiastically get out there. I'm glad it's not just me. Um. <laughs> But yeah, looking into locals this go around, I might do that. I might do that. As yeah. Well. <laughs> In this household, that's what we kind of were having that discussion a couple days ago, and it was just like, on the national level, it's it is what it is, right? At this point, it's just like, eh, like whatever. You're kind of. I think it's we're burned out from politics over the past couple years. Yeah, burned yeah. out, and I think disappointed as well. So expectations were not managed all that well these past four years, I think. Yeah. So it's just kind of... We went from great... Well, in my eyes, (laughs) we went from great 
to like, eh. <laughs> and then now we're like, eh. I mean, yeah. we're making light of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Not, nothing's really changed, yeah. But, <laughs> but we could have worse. Um, I guess like, that's how. <laughs> yeah. Um, if someone could just give them the budget, that'd be great. Oh, that never happened. Oh, I won't say never, but it's hard. It, yeah, especially like what is it? The Green Party, Green Party, uh, and just uh, outright if they are going as independent. Yeah. And then what really sucks is that some t- yeah, some years they have really good candidates. They do. And it just, it's one of those things where like you have to have the power behind having a majority power, uh, party and independent is not going to cut it. Nope. It would be really, it would be very hard to shake that up. That would be a like a monumental moment if yeah. it did happen. I could see it happening maybe in the next 10-ish years because the growing population of the country overall is just independent because they don't want to affiliate with either side right now. Say say how you really want to say all the all the older generations are dying out. I wasn't even thinking <laughs> about that. <laughs> I was like, the older folks are, are dying out. And we have the younger generations who are <laughs> coming in who they yeah so yeah <laughs> there's a chance is what i'm saying <laughs> um you could just do rank choice like you know other countries and just you know e- even the british or <laughs> just could get li- rid of the electoral college that too that too because <laughs> that's outdated um, it is that is you know when you really think about it that is like damn that that was really an insult to the people back then they created a a college of representatives just in case you made their own choice or were not educated enough to make the right choice so they're going to make it the choice for you um generally generally although they did fall in line with like what the people said but it was like a as a just in case system just because you thought the people weren't going to be smart enough to really all right um yes pretty much <laughs> it's like yeah but um i'm not excited for election season me either that's I'm why i've been so not that's why i was procrastinating this whole time i was like i'll give it to the iowa caucus it's like well damn what we hear now <laughs> all right now we're gonna cover this every week no because i ain't gonna feel like it but from time to time <laughs> when something pops up we will let you know <laughs> The Iowa caucus is just the first of the primaries, so that's why we covered it, because it's the first. Is it a bellwether? Not really, but it's the first. So, um, anything else, though? Uh, on that, just... Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just so... It's just so blah. <laughs> it's so bleak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wish we could all be civil don't even have to get along just be civil i agree with that i mean i think can we ever i mean i don't know i I don't know if we have the we have the capacity i just don't know if people really want to be civil um yeah just no pun intended i've just become very jaded to politics and yeah yeah International is where it's at. <laughs> Legit though, I was just like, I part of me is a little more interested. Of like, what elections are going on this year overseas? <laughs> right, like actual elections. Yeah, um, where the popular vote wins. Fun fact: So, um, I learned this from my friend at work. Apparently, I don't know if this is true for other uh countries uh in the eu and all that but um apparently in australia when they have their election season they you know uh do their campaigning or whatever um and flagging and all that once the elections are over and uh you know the victor emerges 
or or whatever uh basically people have about a week to wrap up their signage and stuff and then it all goes away oh wow um so what is mike doing i wish <laughs> you can hear that i can <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that'd be a protein shake. Let me mute for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, you know, they I guess they they might give a grace period of like a day or a week or something. But all campaign signage and all of that goes away. Like you can't even have it in your yard of like who you support it. You you just basically it's basically they don't force you to fall in line. They do, but they don't. But it's basically a time to be like, oh, okay, it's time to get behind the new leader, whoever that may be. Um, but I don't think they might find you if you still have campaign signage up. Um, but it's definitely a nose turned up thing if you are still boasting whoever 2024 or whatever uh, in your yard. So that'd be a some 2024. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> but yeah I really wish they would do that because <laughs> the way in Georgia when you walk, when you go around you would still see the Trump uh, signs everywhere and be like the, it's been over for years now y'all it's yeah. over yeah. you'd be like them Trump pin signs just up it's like why yep. why there, there is a house by me where somebody ran for Congress one year and they had the signs up and they had those signs up for years. They've never taken them down. Like, why? <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I was like, I, I feel like there should be a fine for having paraphernalia <laughs> up after a certain point in time. It's like, let it go, please. <laughs> like, no matter what side it's on, let it go let it go yeah it's over yeah it's like keeping your hospital band on all week and being like the losses are real as long as the science still <laughs> <laughs> never give up <laughs> oh but yeah yeah, yeah and i'm not feeling the election season this go round, but it is what it is. Like I said, we'll report on some things, just not every week. Uh, I I can't I can't I can't be like I think it's John King who's at the magic wall now on CNN. I can't do this every every week. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um. Okay. Next up, that was the only thing for a news beat. So next up, we got the Creator Hub which is Twitch News again. Um, and I didn't see, really see anything else from other platforms, but Twitch News for sure. So TwitchCon dates have been released, although not officially. Um, not officially, officially. Kotaku and Dextero, uh, two sites reported on the TwitchCon dates, um, which might, the TwitchCon dates themselves might be released tomorrow. They That's when they usually release their stuff. Uh, and as far as Twitch news, or I can see early Thursday, but I think tomorrow is when they're actually going to officially release it. But somebody leaked something to somebody leaked these days to somebody is what it looks like. And so we kind of have early access to them. Um, so TwitchCon EU is going to be in Rotterdam, uh, June 29th through 30th of this year. TwitchCon uh, for North America will be in San Diego this year on uh, September 20 to through 22nd um the Netherlands will host TwitchCon in 2025 and 2026 and San Diego will host TwitchCon through 2028 yeah so um am I going to any of I don't know if I'm going I'm I'm gonna be real because I I was telling Jade earlier I was like I don't TwitchCon does not quite I don't see TwitchCon serving me in the sense that a DreamCon or even a ReConnect has served me since I went to both of those cons last year and thoroughly enjoyed it. So I don't know if I would get that same, uh, I don't know if I would just get that same feeling of like, I kind of belong here out of TwitchCon. See, I just want to go hang out with my friends and do hood rat stuff. 
consider it i'm just, it's just one of those it's like oh i gotta go it's like eh, it, it is what it is um i'll consider it we'll see it also is like i don't know when tokyo game show is and it might be a very big one this year not that i'm going i just would like to be there and watch everything and cover stuff uh from the conf- confines of my house um but because tokyo game show is around that same time in September, typically. It might be a week earlier, but I don't know. But yeah. Um, so that's another I still, reason. Huh? I, still, I still don't know what Tokyo Game Show is. It's a game showcase. Just in Tokyo. Oh. They cover they cover more like Japanese-based games, Japanese role-playing games. Um, like, okay, last year's Tokyo Game Show was a big, big deal because they released uh, Final Fantasy seven rebirth trailer and like showcased um some uh what was it basically showcased a demo um and if you were there you could like play the demo so it's a whole thing <laughs> gotcha gotcha yeah. gotcha okay i'm telling y'all like sometimes we talk about these things or like y'all will, uh, will stream it <laughs> and it goes in <laughs> i retain it for that time and then it goes right back out and then i'm just like yeah no it's 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 a it's kind of a big deal but it's more so a big big deal to the niche of video games i love playing so so basically jrpgs yes yeah gotcha um all right in other twitch news twitch is trying to downsize about 25 percent of the san francisco headquarters at 350 Bush, I think that's the address. I can't remember if we talked about that last week, but in addition to the layoffs that happened, they're also trying to downsize uh, the San Francisco headquarters, so. Again, that makes perfect sense because during the pandemic, everybody was um, overestimating how big and like growth potential. So now it's coming into play where we actually see it and it's not, those numbers that they projected are not what we're, they're actually seeing coming forward. So downsizing, yes, because they are higher more and more and more thinking like, oh, <laughs> Big Soul Mike said, sorry about the blender. <laughs> it's all, so I was just like, is he vacuuming or? But yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It was like blender break. Um, <laughs> Egg. What well, if I say you gotta get them gains in? Basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they project uh they projected way higher. So then after the pandemic happened and we came out of it more, um, they're not seeing that growth potential that they initially projected for. So all these people that you hired become obsolete. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we get these layoffs from. It's not due to like, oh, they lost money or they did this. It's like, no, literally they projected too much and they were seeing growth, but it became stagnant because people, the world opened back up. Yeah. So people started going back to work. People started uh, watching less, like having less time for Twitch, having less money for to go back into Twitch. And that's why. Yep. Um, and, and kind of keeping with that, now this is a rumor basically based off of, based off of basically what you said and then what Dan Clancy alluded to when he streamed last week. So rumor, um, until it's confirmed, uh, but Twitch Prime free subs made, Twitch Prime free subs may disappear again because of the lack of projected revenue. Um, and 
even Dan Clancy, the CEO, saying that Twitch is not really showing good profitability at this moment right now. Yeah. So they disappear. Sorry. <laughs> right. Those those come in handy. They do. I sure forget about them. Absolutely. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'll use it. Be like, I I want these emails right now. Right. It's like show support. Yeah. So, um. All right. Anything else on the Twitch news, though? Um, just that don't go around people. Don't go around blaming Twitch for certain things when it's literally something that the numbers came into play for this. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it was a numbers game on that. And yeah. All righty. Moving on to there you go. Uh, da, da. All right. Just don't care, so do y'all care? First up, we actually got a presidential candidate, Nikki Haley, who flubbed up in an interview. I'll I'll give her a little grace and say she flubbed up. A little, just a little. Um, and claimed that Tuesday that the United States oh, that's today's Tuesday. Claimed today that the United States have never has never been a racist country. Um, and this was done in an interview on Fox and Friends with uh, co-host Brian Kilmeade. Uh, and he asked Haley whether she thinks the GOP is a racist party, uh, which was a baity question anyway, because Kilmeade doesn't think that, but he was bait trying to bait and get a selective outrage or agreeance or whatever you want to call it. It's Fox. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, Haley said, no, we're not a racist country. We've never been a racist country. Um, but then she was drawing, she went on further and then was drawn on her experience as a brown girl that grew up in a small rural town in South Carolina. Uh, Haley said that she has, in fact, experienced racism in the past, but doesn't want to raise her children to think they're disadvantaged. A point that she has made before, which is a standard GOP talking point to which I say, okay, Nimarada. That's her govern- government name, Nimarada. Um... <laughs> her actual government name and I was like there is your a mama named you <laughs> there is a re- but there is a reason that you're going by Nikki as opposed to Nimarada and part of that is racism like let's be real because if somebody uh, if you think of some small simple simple minded person small town simple minded person they heard Nimarada versus Gregory who would you think that they would go for? It's like, yeah, no. Um, but I'd be like, sis, <laughs> really? I'm sorry, you're not si- sister, <laughs> since we can't go by sis. Sister, um, ma'am. How, how, how are you going to tell your kids? I don't. You can't tell people how to raise their children, but also. It's like, there's an asterisk on there. Yeah. <laughs> However... You need to let people know the realities of the world that we live in. I don't know what world you live in that you can say this country has never been racist because I mean it's in textbooks, but also here's Florida erasing that that erasing that history. Yes. So you can't even test textbooks anymore. Um, yes, and also yes, eighty five. Uh, she's Indian. Her parents, uh, yeah, both her parents immigrated from India. So, yeah. It's like, girl, you brown. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that happened. And I was just like, all right. I'm glad to see we're going back to the 2012 playbook. Good job, Nikki. All right. Um. <laughs> That's literally just as bad as when, um, not Mike Pence, um, John McCain. Oh was, yeah, I think it was John McCain. When he was like uh, the hundred, you go back a hundred years. I'm like, sir, let's not. <laughs> I would be a slave. I don't think so. <laughs> hundred years. Technically, we wouldn't be slaves, but we'd be. It'd be a whole lot more sundown towns, and we'd be having to lock our doors. And all that and running from oh, lynchings. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's all they want us. They want to go back to the good old days. It's like, yeah, no. 
Um, that proves right there. America has been and will always be a racist place, just like we're going to call a spade a spade, just because they have, and, that, and it's not saying it in like, a, like, of course, it's a negative statement, but it's not saying it in a negative way. It's just a reality, just because we have freedom of speech. So people have the freedom to think how they want and, and to say what they some want. People, exactly, and say what they want, and people will exercise that as loud as they want no matter how ignorant it may be. Um, so it's just like, it's a racist country. You can't say that it's not. That, that, that'd that be like there was never racism in um, in Africa. You'd be like, well, they're all black. So this wasn't like, no, there was. Yeah, there or there was. wasn't classism in India. Like, there is. There is. It's like, ugh. Sometimes some people, um, some people, <laughs> and this is this is who wants to run. <laughs> this is who wants to run for this country, Nikki? What up, Mike? Um, so the thing is, though, that's not. I mean, that's that's just a feature. That's not Nikki's not a bug. She's a feature of her party. So like, it's one of those like. I'm not that surprised. I'm a little su- surprised that she said uh, that um, the U.S. has never been a racist country. Like, I wasn't as surprised when she said that we're not racist today because there's some they're they're going by their playbook. So I was like, I expected that answer. So never been. I was like, oh, it's just full out denial all the way. All right, cool. Um, but. Yeah, it's, it, she's not a. That's that's the only thing. She's she's not a bug of her party though. So it's like, eh, eh. I can't expect that much. <laughs> I mean, I expect this is about what you expect what comes out of Fox News. Oh yeah, when GOP candidates, yeah. So yeah. they got their soundbite. So. That was a good one, eighty-five. Oh, it it was. <laughs> I I disagree with three fifths of that statement. Hmm. But yeah. So, like I said, it's like all right. Well, at least we know, at least you know what playbook there. Uh, at least what playbook uh she's playing out of of the GOP campaign. It was just like I don't know who if DeSantis and Trump are gonna do the same thing. But yeah, that's gonna be interesting. She seems like the type of person who would be like, I don't see color. Oh, she absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. When you make statements like that, even when they're rehearsed, it's like, yeah, they've coached you. Yeah. <sighs> um, anything else though? <laughs> <laughs> On that, no. <laughs> All right. Um, what am I right on? long all right so this one this one's a bit funny um so the daily show apparently won the emmys last night for um was it a news and variety show but they wanted it they wanted the emmys uh last night and um apparently as trevor noah was given a thank you speech and acknowledgments uh roy wood jr um how please hire a host on the stage and it was caught on camera which when i first saw that on twitter i thought it was like i thought people were playing and then i saw the headlines i was like oh that actually happened um but actually like daily show please hire a host please hire a host <laughs> yes i'm still so glad we got to see trevor live yeah and it a beat of sweat away <laughs> that man looks so great <laughs> Taller than I expected. Yeah, he, he is quite tall. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes. I was like, I was in the audience. <laughs> oh, you can actually see the back of our heads. <laughs> uh, like, oh. But um, 
But yeah, so they're still without a host, but I'm glad they won the Emmys. Uh, because I think you know they they definitely deserved it. And it was a weird lull because technically Trevor wasn't the host for that year, but he could still claim it. So it was like, for all intents and purposes, it was like I kind of want want to claim it for Trevor, you know, since he is the first like Daily Show host and therefore first black host to win that. So um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just the <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. Malden, please, please hire host. We are tired of think, the circulations. Yes, because you would think by now they would have a host, like so. Rumor, but then also the the writers' strike and everything was going on. Yeah, so writers' strike and everything was going on, but Rumor had it that they they had a final runner up. Um. And it was, it was right as Roy left because basically Roy was like, I got other things to do. Y'all kind of playing with my name on this. So their final runner up to be the host was allegedly, this is all rumors, but allegedly it was uh, Hassan, uh, uh, Hassan Minaj. Um, but then that article about him faking uh, his stories and his set, like the stories from his set on Homecoming King came out. So then Hudson had to go back, collect notes, and get receipts, and basically was like, it's comedy, so I did exaggerate and rewire, or basically re reorder the story, but it actually happened still. So, but he did that, it took him, well, I guess it took him a while to respond, so after the article came out, what was it The New Yorker, I think? I did the arc on him, like, faking uh, his experiences as a brown kid um, for his uh, stand-up set. So the New Yorker article came out, and then uh, Viacom, the people who were running, um, who were over Comedy Central and Daily Show, were like, never mind, we're just gonna, we're gonna reopen the position. Uh, so that's why they continue to have a, 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 a revolving door of guest hosts. Um, up until the writer's strike and all that, so. Whew, they need to hire somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need someone. Yeah. It's been a good minute. A real good minute. Yes. It has. So, um, but yeah, anything else on that other than hire host daily show? On that, no. All right, T. And then last but not least in the weekly roundup, a uh, big congrats to Elton John, who is finally uh, finally recognized as an EGOT uh, because he got his Emmy. Oh, it's Monday night. Wait, I am lost on days because I can't remember days right now because I've been off of work for a while. <laughs> Today's Tuesday, last night. Okay. Um, <laughs> So Elton John secured EGOT on Monday night, last night. Um, and uh, in case you don't know, EGOT is basically people who have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, he won an Emmy last night for Outstanding Variety Special category for his televised farewell concert at Dodger Stadium. Um, Elton John has won five Grammys because he, he is the shit. Um, <laughs> as a performer and composer, like, yeah. But it's like, I'm not... Does he compose? I know he performs. Um, but yeah, that she, yeah, it's, it was a given. He had Grammys. Um, he also had a Tony Award for Best Original Score for Ida, uh, two Oscars for Songs in the Lion King and Rocket Man. Um, so it, uh, he became the 19th person to gain the EGOT title. Um, and I think that's a great way to like secure his retirement, honestly. Like he's basically he basically made an announcement like he had a whole farewell tour, so he's about to retire um from like performing live and all that. So um yeah, what a way to like close out your retirement though with the EGOT. Which I'm kinda surprised he's not he wasn't an EGOT already. But he never I guess he never filmed anything live like that, so it makes sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, big up to the EGOT winners. And please, for the love of God, people, like, please remember, it's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. I saw 
also shout out to um what's her name? A- Io Ao uh Ediberry. Yes. From the Bear. She got um she won also for the Bear. Um but then somebody was like she's going away from an EGOT. It's like that's not how that works. <laughs> Everybody was like when did she get it? Uh, they were loud and wrong. Oh no. I mean, like shout out to her but they're like that's not what the G stands for. They're like it's for Grammy. They're like no, it's for this and it's like Oh, it's the, a golden the, globe. It's yeah, like, no, it's no. Grammy. Grammy. Everybody was like, "When did she start singing?" I didn't know. Yeah, because I saw. Uh, so. I think I saw a, a post that said that. Oh, I don't know if I liked it or not. I'll have to go back. But yeah, uh, I think I saw a post that said that. And I just assumed that I was like, "Oh, she had a record deal. Okay, girl, you go." Um, <laughs> and like, I mean, she's a comedian, so that's how usually they get. Uh, Grammys for yeah. their stand-up performances. Right. So, but I was like, but I don't remember her ever. <laughs> she, this was, these were her last couple of years were her big years for like coming out and making a splash. So I'm pretty sure she didn't win a Grammy <laughs> prior to that. Oh, um, so it's like, yeah, they were just loud and wrong. It was cute though, but I was like, <laughs> but I love that they were still trying to give her her accolades. Right. Oh. Like, yes. <laughs> um. But yes, uh, shout out to her as well. But yeah, um, yes, congrats to Elton John for getting his EGOT uh, upon retirement, basically. Um, and then last, but I didn't know he, I didn't okay. know he lived in Atlanta for so long. He did. He lives in Atlanta. Yeah, I thought he was. Like, like, I thought he was overseas still. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm guess like part time or like whatever. But he has residence in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. Just lives there. Oh, penthouse. He never knew that until I start seeing him in the airport, like on the flyers and stuff. And I was like, "What does Elton John have to do with Atlanta?" And <laughs> sure enough, they're like, "He's lived here for a long time." Wow. It's like when <laughs> decades apparently. Oh, like this was his spot, or well, I'm, as if I'm still in Atlanta, but like that's his spot. I was like, not not L.A. or whatever, Atlanta. Huh, who would have known? I just thought he was still overseas. <laughs> like, full time. Yeah. Like, oh, you live in, like, you live in Britain. Yeah. No. He, he also lives in Atlanta. He has, like, a major part, plays a major role in Atlanta. So I'm like, oh. who knew? <laughs> I who never knew. knew. Um, also, hi, Spoon. Uh, okay, last but not least, speaking of Emmys, uh, shout out to Quinta Brunson winning the first black comedy lead actress Emmy in 42 years. Uh, to which I was like, wow, a lot of missed opportunities there, but a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but also, I mean, can we really be surprised? I was like, after we, after seeing kind of the shadiness and the elitism that the Grammys had, as well as the Oscars in recent years, it's like, I'm not that surprised, but damn, y'all. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> the Abbott Elementary creator and star became the first Black woman to win Outstanding Elite Actress in a comedy in 42 years when she took home the prize. Uh, the last Black woman to take home the honor was... It, Isabel Sanford for her role in the Jeffersons in 1961. Brunson's win alongside Ayo Berry's win marked the first time a pair of black actresses won the two comedy categories in the same year. So, um, I mean, it's historical night, but on the other hand, it's like, why did it have to be historical? <laughs> We're in 2024. <clears throat> it should not have to be historical for people of color, for women, for people with uh, different disabilities or accessibility. Is it? No. It's... <laughs> I was like, help. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I was like, for... y'all know my heart. <laughs> um, I just... <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know if this because I know sometimes the term changes, and so yeah. Is but it? um, but people with 
but for people with disabilities for um like there shouldn't be a time where we don't have these type of people uh not being nominated for things because they are giving great performances and yet here we are yes and left me out with the <laughs> she's, she's just, i don't know I had you on so many things, but that one, unfortunately, I did not know that moment. It's like, I had to look that one up. Like I said, y'all know my heart. So, but yeah, so it's like, but we have all these great actors and actresses, even, oh my gosh, if y'all haven't, like, side note, uh, Echo loved it. And all the indigenous people in that now that's actually making me want to watch reservation dogs um just to see more indigenous people um but it's like we have all these great actors and actresses and they're not getting the recognition right so when they finally do it's like oh my gosh it's been a hundred years since somebody won this category or they're the first and it's like yeah no they're here Y'all should just recognize them for their talents. Y'all slept on a lot of great actresses of the 90s. I'm still still just like, hmm. Did you see um, for when the cast of Martin presented and they were like, we should have got an enemy. And they're like, yeah, y'all should have. Yeah, they should have gotten it. The cast of the OG Fresh Prince and the new Fresh Prince, but they're they're different, uh, different categories. But OG Fresh Prince, Living Single, um, I don't know about girlfriends. Girlfriends, yes, for representation, but the plot of it, looking back, is like, eh. yeah, I watched. <laughs> I watched it looking back as an adult. I watched it, <laughs> and I was just like, wow, these are supposed to represent the year my age. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate watching shows back and you're like, and you're the age of the characters now. And you're just like, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. But then also, but Loki though, I, Girlfriends is Loki relatable still to this day. I was like, I'm very much, I can see myself in certain characters. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my thirties and that's me. Oh uh, Yeah. <laughs> I might give it a rewatch one day. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it was just like it was so many it was so many go like goodness in the nineties and early two thousands. Um somebody uh, I know I read a tweet like they were just listening to all the all the black companies at this point, but some uh, another person listed Moesha, I was like Maybe the Parkers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. Cheryl Lee Ralph herself, absolutely. Yes. I don't know about yes. the rest. <laughs> Love Brandy down, but I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, outside of it, just making me like so thankful for the dad that I had, because just looking back, I was like, I did not want Frank as a dad. Don't ever nominate him for best black dad on any internet list. Um. Supercuss the Tony House and Jabari's name. Bro. And my favorite one, she called him Jimbari. <laughs> Jimbari. Jumanji. It's like, oh, those are always <laughs> funny. Uh, but, um, she never got that point name right. Uh, I might have to sit back, sit down and watch, uh, rewatch Girlfriends. Um, once I get through my British messy uh, drama era. <laughs> um, yes, please do, because it, it like, Girlfriends actually was low-key. It was like, not low-key, it was high-key a great show because it was just like about black women. Yeah. And it's like, we love black women, especially people like M who has a shop called EmpowerMuseMerch.com where you can go and you can uh, support her because she is a black woman. Uh, she has t-shirts, she has uh, she has shirts, she has hoodies. It's getting cold outside, so we definitely need those hoodies. Uh, there are cups, there are mugs, there are pillows. So, like, just go out, because we represent being Black 365. 
So yeah. Segway. Oh man, I cannot. Sometimes even three six six. You're right. It is leap year this year. Uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's every election year. That's how I remember. Oh. Or that's a good way election. to remember it. Yeah. That's a good way. But big ups to Quinta. I, I like seeing her growth. Yeah. From like BuzzFeed to the Emmys. Yes. That's really dope. And I was like, she deserves it. Uh, and, she's funny. And she wrote and produced and directed and starred in uh, a, a whole Emmy women in Emmy winning comedy uh, series. Mm-hmm. It's like you did that. Yes, you did that. I remember when she was talking about when she first before it came out and she was talking about how she had a pilot or it's like she wrote something and ran a pilot going and trying to get that produced and it was just like and that's and it turned out to be Abbott and it's like hmm. yes because she was on Black Lady Sketch Show yeah and it was just like for a while was, when I saw her on that I was like yes Quinta okay and then I was like then you got your own show I was like yes I was like I love it it's like you're funny and yes she got money <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, but yeah, so anything else? Uh, anything else on Quinta Winnie? Just very, very proud. Very proud. Yeah, like if I have hope for anything, it's the writers and uh, the people who are like producing shows now, like the younger ones coming up. I was like, okay, we're all right in this. Even as if the world's on fire around us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay, anything else to add before we close out? Um, That is it. Um, Just, y'all, check out all the good shows and support people of color and of different backgrounds and different body abilities and all that because there are great actors and actresses and they don't get the accolades that they deserve uh and just watching is a way of showing a support and like talk about it because they're great because again echo loved watching all that asl going on it was a bomb so yeah, we still gotta like finish it, but so far as like I like I think what drew us in was like the representation, basically representation of it all, because it's like okay, like that's that part's cool. Um, now how it relates to the bigger Marvel story, TBD, because like I said, we haven't finished it, but <laughs> yeah, I was like once you finish it, you'll see, you'll be like oh, okay, okay, uh, but yeah, and then but like there was a whole moment in there. Where it was a triple language uh, thing going on, where it was like somebody was speaking ASL, English, and Choctaw. Oh, and I was just like, or the language that they, um, that the Choctaw and the uh, Native Americans speak. So it's just like that was a cool moment. I was like, you realize that they just did all three at one time. I was like, that was a triple language thing. I was like. That was bomb. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you need to like, these are the type of things that should be nominated for stuff because like, it actually makes an actual impact on people, uh, an impact on people, like on a more relatable way than yeah. say, people dancing around the stage, falling in love. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Was that a dig at a? What's that dig at? Um, what's the one? Even though I love Ryan Gosling down, um, it was definitely a dig at that one. The uh, whatever him and Emma Stone, the dancing movie that they had okay. that was winning awards. I thought so, and I can't remember because I La La Land. Thank you. Because yeah. I was like, it's not Moonlight. That's the other one. Okay, but then they weren't dancing <laughs> in that. Um, La La Land. 
Also, was that Gosling or Reynolds that was doing the dance? I thought it was Reynolds. You know what? No, wait. <laughs> it's Gosling. It is? Gosling. Why, did, why do I see Reynolds' face every time, like, you know... Oh, it was Gosling. I, it was, so why do I see Ryan Reynolds' face every time when they do the little promo thing when you go to the movie theaters with the woman that's speaking and, like, they show La La Land and the dancing and it's like, I see Ryan Reynolds' face. Do they look that much alike? <laughs> Now I gotta see. They're just, they're just the both of the Ryans. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Spoon. I love Emmy. I'm not Emmys, but um, I love <laughs> musicals. I love musicals. I would never bad talk a musical, a good one at that. Uh, <laughs> they was doing the horizontal polka in Moonlight. They were. Thank you, Dot. That was a different type of dancing. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> they they do look that much like. Okay, I don't feel so bad because like, I'm just saying I would hate to say to for people to say I look like another black person who I clearly wouldn't look like. So I was like, I don't want to do the same for anybody of any race. So um, <laughs> I was just like, do the Ryans really look that much like? Um, <laughs> it it was cool. Uh, you just say you see me like. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've yet to see La La Land, actually, but, um... Same. <laughs> that was one of those movies that it came out, and then all of a sudden it was getting all these awards, and I was like, for what? It just came out. Yeah. You saw this. Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't even enticing to me to be like, yes, I need to go see this. I was like, no. And as many times as I'm on a plane all the time, and it's on there, I have yet to be like, let me sit down and watch this movie. I think I'd just rather watch The Great Gatsby. Old and new. <laughs> Correct. I love Leo Down, too. Touche. Touche. <laughs> like, I'm too old for him now, but yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm out of that age bracket. We are too old for him, but... <laughs> but it's like, the attraction level grew from mm-hmm. when as a child now it's like yes you're consistent thank you <laughs> uh i haven't seen the avatar sequel either but i don't plan to honestly i saw it on accident yeah was, i was getting my worth, hair braided is it worth it or was it just cinematically beautiful um it actually wasn't terrible so i was like okay like if you're into avatar then i would say like yeah go ahead and watch the sequel um I only saw the second half of it, mm. I but I still didn't have the inkling to be like, let me go back and watch the first half, what yeah. I missed. But I was like, the second half I watched, I was like, okay. Alright, cool, cool. I mean, I don't, James Cameron is basically overhyped to me at this point, mm-hmm. um, just because it didn't take that many years to do something that they do, they produce out really quick uh, when you're like, I'm waiting for the technology. And the technology comes and people have been like, bam, 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 bam. Right. Popping stuff out. It's like, we've seen it in other movies and video games. It's like, I don't know what's taking you so long now. Because yeah. all it was was Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm. That's all it was. But they weren't, they weren't people. They was fighting the Fire Nation. <laughs> That's really what it was. Because the first one was just U.S. history. Yeah, it was it was people coming in and conquering and taking over from the indigenous people, and the second one was them coming over and finding other indigenous people, <laughs> and like, oh, we need your help, and linking up because the other ones want to take over. <laughs> I was like, come on now. <laughs> well, all right then. Uh, noted. Yeah. Noted. Yeah, I was like, definitely an airplane movie or nothing else on movie. And it's like, we're um, trying to start a world tour, as we are calling it, me and Mr. Embassy, um, starting this year. So I uh, want to get out, out outside. So I was like, okay, maybe on one of them international flights, I'll watch it. Um, yeah. So, um, but anything else for tonight? Um, that is it. I'm done with my tangents. 
All right, y'all. I myself will be back live tomorrow afternoonish. Um, gonna our goal is to finish this two of Final Fantasy Seven. Um, but appreciate y'all for coming out to another episode of the Embassy Talks podcast, and we we will be back next week. Yes, we'll be back next week.